Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Welcome to Daily Warfare Prayers. I want to plant this seed in your spirit today, and that is trust in the sovereignty of God. Regardless of what you're facing or what you're going through, I want to encourage you to trust that God is in control. I want to plant three things in your spirit to remind you of this. But first, I want to go to the word of God that's in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. It reads, on the same day when even had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into that boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it? that you have no faith. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? In our text today, Jesus is teaching the disciples how to not only learn about his sovereignty, but he is also teaching them how to trust in his sovereignty, how to trust that God is in control. Now, many of us experience different storms in different stages of our lives. But regardless of what type of storm that you're in, I want you to remember, brothers and sisters, to hold on to God's sovereignty. That is understanding and realizing that God is absolutely in control. And he is teaching the disciples this same lesson in the text. So how do I hold on to God's sovereignty? Holding on to God's sovereignty, it means three things. Number one, it means trusting his promises in spite of the storm. Jesus' promise in this text was in verse 35. The Bible says, on the same day when even had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. 
Now Jesus already knew that a storm was about to come and the storm did arrive. But the disciples had to trust that if Jesus promised them that they were going to get to the other side, then that was their destination. They were going to the other side. And just like Jesus promised them that they're going to another side, God has promises in your life that's based in the word of God. The word declares that all of the promises of God are yes and amen. And so what we have to do in the face of God's promises is not panic. Oftentimes we panic and we move ahead of God instead of allowing the wind of the spirit to sail us to the other side. We turn on the engine and sometimes we attempt to dodge the storm or rush through it. And we end up prolonging the season. And some of us even jump off the boat. But understand this morning, brothers and sisters, that God uses storms to teach you that he will not lie on his word. If God promised something in your life, then he is able to fulfill it. The Bible records that he is the author and finisher of our faith. He that beginneth a good work in us shall complete that work unto the day of Christ Jesus. Hebrews 6 and 18 says, So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. That simply means that we can have great confidence in God's word. That if God spoke something in your life, he will fulfill it. But we have to trust in his promises in spite of what we face, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of the fact that it hurts. We have to trust that God is going to get us to the other side. The disciples had to trust this in spite of them going through this windstorm. Another thing we have to do that I want to encourage you today is we got to trust in his faithfulness through the storm. You got to trust that God is faithful to carry you through the storm. How do we know this? Because verse 36 tells us, now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Now in the text, the Bible records that a great windstorm arose. It was a great storm and the waves beat into the boat the Bible describes and water was already filling the boat. So the question is, what do you do when things go from bad to worse? They were in a deficit. They were behind. Water was filling in the boat and they were sinking. And sometimes life can feel like you're sinking in discouragement or you're sinking in bills or it can feel like you're sinking in strength. 
where you're becoming weaker or it can just simply feel like you're sinking in the struggle called life. What do you do when you are sinking? And here's another thing in the text. Jesus was asleep. He was asleep in the boat. And sometimes in life, it can feel like God is asleep. Now, we know that Jesus was 100% God and he was 100% man. So he was asleep as a man, but he was alive and up as God. Jesus knew what was going on, but he was testing their faith. He was seeing if they're going to trust that he is faithful to get them through the storm. But what do you do when you're sinking and it seems like God is asleep? Well, understand this first, that God always reveals himself in the storm, not after the storm. A lot of us try to dodge the storm and and stay away from the challenges of life. But understand that it's not necessarily when you have money that you see God. But it's when you're broke that you see God's power. It's not necessarily when you're healthy, but it's when you're sick that you see the power of God. Think about times in your life. You saw the manifestations of God, not when you were up, but when you were down. Okay, so God always reveals himself in the storm. But we have to trust that even when we're sinking or it feels like we're sinking and it feels like Jesus is asleep. We have to trust that God is faithful. He's faithful to get us through the storm. But it still poses the question, what do you do when God hasn't revealed himself yet? When it feels like you are sinking and there are not answers. So you have to trust God to be your escort out of the storm because that's what Jesus did his power escorted them out of the storm the power of his word because the Bible says after they uh, called on him in verse 38 but he was in the stern asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him teacher do you not care that we are perishing the Bible says in verse 39 then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. So understand, brothers and sisters, here's what you do when God hasn't revealed himself. God always responds when you cry out. It's the cry out. It's when you call on the name of Jesus. See, it's something in your cry that gets God to respond just like Jesus responded to the disciples it's like a mother who sleeps through all types of loud noise and racket but the slightest noise from her baby she instantly awakes when we get to the end of our efforts when we are out of options and out of ideas and we cry out to God, that is when he responds. And oftentimes, God brings storms in our life to get us out of options to where we 
seek him that we adopt the attitude that if God does not do this then it won't be done understand that it's all through the Bible David in Psalms 121 he says in my distress I cried out to the Lord and he answered me Moses in Exodus 17 4 through 14 the Bible says that Moses cried out to God in prayer and God answered him Mark 10 14 blind Bartimaeus would not keep silent but when he saw Jesus he cried out to him and he was healed see the cry escorts you out of the storm as soon as the disciples said in verse 38 teacher do you not care that we are perishing the bible says in verse 38 through 39 then then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still and the wind ceased and there was a great calm but understand this, that even after Jesus arose and he, he calmed the weather, the storm is for your development. The storm is meant to develop you. See, Jesus responded to them and said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? See why the disciples are worried about what's on the outside of the boat. Jesus is looking at their faith what's on the inside God uses storms to develop your faith okay it's like God shakes us up right if you have medicine in your cabinet and maybe you've hadn't used that medicine in a long time what do you do before you use medicine oftentimes the directions would tell you to shake the medicine up before you use it because when you shake the medicine up the ingredients in the medicine gets to rise to the top because over time things sink to the bottom same thing with your gift when you are stagnant and you're not growing the gifts in you just sink to the bottom but God uses storms to shake us up so we can be used because your ministry oftentimes in your anointing it comes from your pain it comes from storms that you have been through so understand that God uses storms for our development okay he taught them on the shore but he tested their faith at the sea okay so what you don't get at the shore God will test you at the sea so I want to encourage you this morning, my brothers and sisters, to simply hold on. Sometimes you don't have answers and God won't provide the answers sometimes. You have to, in spite of what you're going through, hold on to God's sovereignty. God is absolutely in control. Let me pray for you. Dear gracious and heavenly Father, right now I pray for the listener. I simply pray that you would empower their faith to believe in you in spite of whatever they're going through. I pray, Father, that you would remind them in your word that declares that you will never leave them nor forsake them. I pray, Father God, that you would order their steps, give them wisdom, give them knowledge. 
give them the guidance that they need to make the right decisions today. I pray for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide them into all truth. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, I pray that you would lift up a standard of peace in their minds, souls, and spirit. Father, empower them to just simply hold on and trust that you have the power to calm the storm at any moment. Father, I pray that you would reveal your purpose and your plans for the storm because there is a purpose for the storm. So Father, use this moment in their life to shape and mold them into the person that you've called them to be. Forgive us for our sins and cleanse us of any unrighteousness. Father, create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit that in all things we can keep holding on in strength, in our minds, in our character, in every area of our life. May we hold on to your righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would like a digital prayer book, go to warfareprayers.org and subscribe to the digital prayer book of the month. God bless you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.